straight, welcome man. Back, Let's welcome get back, man, to, to another week of the show. Uh, coming off one of, I mean, I don't even know what to call that game we just witnessed on Saturday night, bro. Uh, Prime time. Yeah. Prime time. Yeah. Come on, man. Prime time. <laughs> Terps came out flatter than a month old soda. They was looking like poo at first, man. I was nervous. Actually, I wasn't nervous. I said it too. I said it last week. I said, they're going to be, they, uh, Charlotte going to score 14 points. I knew it, bro, because I know Charlotte was going to come out. Poji was going to come with his chest hair out with a game plan, scheming him up. And then the, the Terps gave up those, those early uh, points at the beginning of the game. But they fought through that adversity, which is a good sign because it's a long season and you're not always going to come out hot. But the main thing is you got to play a long game and, you know, win the battle the turnover battle, win the battle of field position, and get them explosive plays, and that they did do this week. So they got the dub at the end of the day. The score does not tell what the game was at all, but it's a dub. That's all you can ask for. Yeah, bro, I'm, I'm sitting there watching, and the, the most wild part about it is, is I'm sitting there and I'm trying to I'm trying to pull the game up on my phone, and I'm like, game, game me too. Probably, I'm like, game probably just started, bro. I pull it up. I'm we're texting you. The, we're getting the ball. It says 14-0, 10 seconds. I said, said there's no right. way, bro, that we're down 14 nothing to UNC Charlotte 10 seconds into the game. Not Chapel Hill. <sighs> Charlotte. <Yeah. laughs> Respect. Uh, Them boys came out to play, though. Like, that DMV, like, pride in the way that you play, all of those dudes from Charlotte, were they were ready. They were dialed in. They didn't care that that Maryland had that M on their chest. They from Maryland. They the real 301. Without a doubt. So that was the mentality that they came out and played with. So it was a really hard-fought battle. But ultimately, Terps got the dub. Charlotte, kudos to y'all. I thought thought the game was going to be a lot different than it played out to be. So I'm honestly impressed by how Poji corralled his guys to come out there and really play some real real good football. No, I think, like, bro, we talked about it last week. It was... How how motivated can he get that team? How motivated mm-hmm. are those guys who, like uh, Isaiah Hazel, the safety, who came fr- directly from Maryland? Bro, he Literally. was out there smacking folks. Pl- playing against his – he led in tackles. He had like seven tackles. <laughs> so dudes, you know, dude, dudes came out there with energy. Um, yeah. And that's, that's exactly what we weren't ready for. I don't know if 14 points in 10 seconds is some kind of record or something, but – Got it. Like, bro, like, what do you – how do you think them boys were on that sideline in terms of, 10 seconds into the game, first night game of the season. Everyone's, you know, everyone's there. Great crowd. Hey, bro, we're down 14 nothing to UNC Charlotte. What, what you thinking? That's that's the point in, when you're playing Madden where you get the controller and you lean in and you're like, oh, they playing football, football. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they playing football. That's when they kind of had to, like, turn that gear. Locks, eyebrows got a little tight at the top. And, you know, they had to start really playing football because the one thing I did notice, though, is uh, – Talia, he stayed really composed. When he was playing football, I didn't really see a lot of stress on his face, even though he did make some mistakes. I think he had two interceptions this game, which isn't the best against a team like Charlotte. But um, he stayed composed throughout the game. He didn't lose his cool. He didn't do nothing outlandish. Just play football, and that's all it is. Now, without a doubt, they didn't didn't let it get out of hand in the first half, which – Really yeah, saved. We've them. seen that before. <laughs> we too too many times, especially in those night games, bro. But in that second half, they definitely sat up in the chair and and got the job done. So from that perspective, right, like you know, it seems like they learned their lesson. Now, how can they how can they take that moving forward? But um, you know, 
let's get really right into the X's and O's of it, bro. At the beginning of the year, yeah. Hemby was going to be that guy. Hemby, Hemby. bro. Hemby, Hemby took off. That boy dude, had it. He was legit. Ooh. Ooh. He was out there looking sweet. He had, I think he led the team in, uh, he had a hella explosive plays. He had a 40-yard explosive play on the run and a 40-yard explosive play on um as a receiver so like that's that's how you play i think he had 200 plus all purpose and they leaning on him they're gonna continue to feed him like we said earlier in the season even shout out to uh kobe mcdonald good old bada ba 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 he had like eight for 73 mm-hmm. he he led the team too and then um yeah prather who came through on a 40-yard reception everybody played really well they spread the ball around i don't think they really got like that big tight end play like we were expecting but running backs played well receivers making explosive plays and ultimately not losing the game for for yourself staying within your frame is how they came out on top of that game they didn't finish hot though which kind of concerned me there's no reason that charlotte should have scored that last one that touchdown at the end of the game but they played sound football in the middle like the meat the top of the bread the the bread and the uh, condiments was uh, (laughs) in but the meat the meat was good so i would say quality exactly i would say i'm content with that not satisfied, but I'm content. Yeah, no, I mean, bro. At the end of the day, right, it's a win, and I think I think Hemby Hemby made a statement, bro. He's he's gonna be one of the best backs in Top the backs for yeah. sure, for sure in the Big Ten. But you start you start talking about the country when you really you really put a team on your back, especially when things weren't going very well early on. Uh, yeah, Buddy was a big play waiting to happen in the run game and the pass game, like you said, and you had mentioned it briefly earlier, but like. 2020, 2021, even maybe a little bit of 2022, Talia, going down 14-0, throwing a pick six, your first pass of the game. Bro, after that, it was like Buddy would fall off a cliff. And he just wouldn't be the same guy. Like Iowa, you know, four interceptions in a quarter. Penn State, I don't remember the exact stats, but it was eerily similar to that. And those were just nightmare games. But the fact that he was able to, slowly turn it around, build back up. They didn't score any touchdowns in the first half, but they still they moved the ball, got some yeah. points on the board. They should have had a touchdown before halftime. That uh that offensive pass interference call was bogus. Uh yeah, you know, refs refs don't <laughs> love the turps, but that's that's at another all. story for another time. But at the end of the I, day, yeah. he came out and did what he needed to do, bro. And that's that's yeah. a good sign for him moving forward, right? Because he can say, hey, I was in that boat that same you know, same boat again, like I was, but the outcome was totally different. And now that's that's another level of confidence for him moving yeah. forward. Because we know he has the gifts. It's just mm-hmm. how consistent can you be all the time, especially when there's pressure. And it's, it's having those playmakers around you. Usually when you go down like that and you make big mistakes, you feel like you have to put the team on your back. You have to make those big plays and extend plays that lead to interceptions and turnovers. But when you have someone like him be on your team, you have someone like Prather, you're able to really lean on those guys and allow them to be the playmakers and let you be the shot caller and you command Mm -hmm. the offense and let your guys be a vessel for you to make plays. So I think that's the big difference. And that's built with chemistry over time. They had last season the cook. And now the food is ready to come out the oven and they're ready to execute on that. So hopefully he keeps that same mentality going into the remainder of the season and into Big Ten play. Don't try to be a superstar. You're already a superstar as it is with your arm talent and your ability to make decisions. You just have to make the right decisions. So hopefully that's the case for the remaining games throughout this season. But we'll see. Nah, that's we still right. got a lot of football left to play. 
a lot. And speaking of that, so like we said, bro, two and zero, right? You know, mm-hmm. not the best two and zero, but hey, two and zero is two and zero. Two and a dub where is a you, dub, where, man. Where you think we are in terms of just moving forward? Like, how confident are you in your prediction from the beginning of the season? Let's put it like that. Honestly, I would say I'm still very confident with that with that decision because when you think about the historical turps, right? These old turtles. What usually happens is we come out hot three straight weeks. Everybody's like, ooh, ah, kissing babies, you know, all that stuff. And then you come out game four or whenever big conference plays and we get spanked, like, over the knee. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, You know, so I think that being battle-tested and having those scars and callousing early is really important because football is won by one point. (laughs) It don't matter if you're blowing the team out or if it's a one-point game. At the end of the day, a dub is a dub. And there's been a lot of teams that win championships by one point. So. I think that them winning these games the way that they've been winning them is callousing them early so that when they go into Big Ten play, it's not just blowing teams out and then playing a tough game and you don't even know what to expect. You're playing tough teams. They might not be the top tier competition per se, but very competitive games where you're in a lot of different situations that will expose you to what you're going to be prepared for in Big Ten play. So I'd rather them have these tough games. I I hope UVA is another tough game. You know what I mean? I hope Friday night lights – you know, at UVA, I'm trying to see some football. I'm trying to see some schmagging. UVA is ready to play. They're coming off of 0-2. They lost to Tennessee, and they lost a really close game to James Madison. Them boys is not trying to go 0-3. That's not a good look. You know, they they trying to get their redemption. And what better than a hometown, old-line, state-to-state rivalry, Friday night lights, old-school football. So that's going to be a good game to see for sure. I'm definitely going to try to be there and watch that one. No, that's right. It's, it's going to be interesting, bro. We'll – We'll get more into UVA later. They they got mm-hmm. some interesting things going on. But like <laughs> from from my perspective, bro, there's there's good and bad that I see coming with this team, like out of these these last two games. The bad, mm-hmm. obviously, really slow starts. I don't they didn't start I mean they started all right against Towson, but it just didn't feel like it carried over the way it needed to. And then yeah. obviously started incredibly slow against Charlotte. Literally had to get smacked in the mouth to say, All right, hey, yeah, you know, literally. I know the game started, right? <laughs> but, you know, that you got to get over, right? Necessarily, is that a huge issue versus Virginia? Pro- you know, probably not. They're not that top-tier caliber team right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, bro, you get into Big Ten play, and it's going to be time to, hey, we can't, we can't wait till the end of the second quarter, beginning of the third quarter, to, to, to get to balling. Like, we got to do it right yeah, now, 60 early. minutes, bro. You just, yeah. you just can't. It doesn't work like that. So that's 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 the bad habit that I see is they they definitely have to show that they can break that like an ideal way to do that twenty what was that twenty nineteen Syracuse got on them boys what seventy something to three whatever that crazy score was that's that's what you need to start a game against Virginia and you say all right we've we've turned that around but on the flip side bro the the good that I see from from what they've done is they are resilient. Now, do you necessarily want to have to show resilience against your <laughs> lower tier non-conference teams? Nah, that's I'm not gonna say it's embarrassing, but you're supposed to be better than that. Mm-hmm. You come in, you coming into a season with real expectations for the first time. The expectations are you do what needs to be done. You're not struggling against the, the little guys, essentially. Yeah. So, you know, so far they have had to struggle, but like I said, they they have shown the ability to overcome that. It starts with Talia not panicking and doing what needs to be done. Uh, like you said, a variety of different playmakers, bro. 
But Prather is big. I, I don't think I realized how big of a wide receiver he like is. Like Dante's size. He huge. Yeah, and, and so, you know, they got a – Boss. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you got to chill out. You got to chill. But, uh, <laughs> but no, nah, for as real, you were saying, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> back, back to the main story. Uh, I think I think there's some good to, to to come from what's happened, and it's how how can they translate that into being a better, more consistent team moving forward? Yeah. Um, but you know they got the keys. They just got to drive the whip, bro. Come on now, get in the car, turn your headlights on, clear your windshield, you know, turn the AC on, and then start driving that thing. Drive it like you own it. Don't drive it like you stole it. Nah, fast. <laughs> that's really what it is. But hey, moving on, man. As we get into the scouting report, um, what do you see? What do you see needing to be done, you know, to for this to be a dub versus Virginia? I think it's real simple. There's nothing that coming out of that game that is a big mystery to me. They just need to play sound football and come out strong and play a full, complete game of football. You know, try to limit the errors. Don't give away free turnovers. Turnovers are expensive, bro. You don't go to the store and get those for free. You got to earn those. You know what I mean? So they got to not shoot themselves in the foot and play sound football. Because I think playing sound football, doing all the keys to victory, having those explosive plays, limiting the turnover battle, even when you can't score winning the battle of field position, that's the best way to win a game. That's the keys to victory when you look at a game. And I think the Terps are capable of doing all those things, especially against UVA this week that's coming off of uh, those two losses. So just winning the turnover battle, explosive plays, and the field position battle. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree 100%. Now, one thing I will say, you know, you look at UVA, they're 0-2, right? For those mm-hmm. who don't know, though, James Madison is not a bunch of scrubs. Bro. Nah, like, that's, that's a team what, right this, there. <laughs> this is their second year removed from being an FCS. Now, yeah. Down there, they were some dogs. They were probably the second best team in the country to, to NDSU every year where my little brother played. But that's that's no slouch of a football team, brother. I think they were ranked last year in their first year in FBS. So we're and now they're getting just, better recruits. Yeah. <laughs> they're getting better recruits in, yeah. in that system. So and, and transfers too. So they got they got the boys. And and Virginia Virginia fought with them all the way to the end, man, losing a losing a one point game. So it's not like Virginia is a terrible football team. Obviously, you know, for most people I assume know, you know, what happened to them at the end of last season with that tragedy. And I'm sure yeah. they're still they're still working their way through that, getting back to football, man. So um you know they're gonna like you said they're gonna come in motivated. It's a state to state rivalry that hasn't hasn't happened in a while since you know since Maryland left the ACC. Uh, they're gonna be motivated to get it done, man. And at the end of the day, you know, wins are what keep jobs. So I, I know that staff is ready to to turn the table. Uh, and what better chance to do it than than Friday night against the Terps? Uh, you think it's gonna be a, another a fifty piece? You got a, your fifty ball bro. prediction again, or what, what you got? What you got the score being? Man, I don't, I don't want to throw out another fifty piece because I feel like they, they let me down so bad. I don't want to, uh, you know, I'm gonna be like <laughs> pleasantly surprised. Fifty, if yeah, on the exactly table. fifty. <laughs> if and if and when they hit fifty, bro, I'll, I'll be really pleased. But realistically, until this team shows that they're gonna start, you know, well from the jump, we just don't mm-hmm. know what we're gonna get for four quarters. We don't know if we're gonna get a quarter and a half of excellent football or. No, yeah, 60, 64 minutes. So until then, I'm thinking, you know, 
we do have to beat these boys. So I'm not I'm not gonna say that it it, it should be a close game. Uh, let me see. Let me think. <laughs> I'm gonna go like 35, 35, yeah. 10. 35 yeah, we 10. right there together. I yeah. think it just depends on who plays at quarterback because I think they made a quarterback switch during that game. Mm-hmm. And then the true freshman, uh, his name is Anthony Calandria. He came out and threw something crazy. He threw for like 389 yards, two touchdowns, and had like a 66 percentage. So if he plays earlier, I think the score will, will most likely be like a 36-21 or something like that. But if he doesn't play earlier and they leave the other guy in, um, it'll be a lower score. It'll be like a 36-10 or something like that. So mm-hmm. I, that's what I see. Yeah. I definitely know the Terps are going to beat them by two scores, though, for sure. At least They got to do it. They got to. <laughs> yeah. And, bro, I think, I think they're busting out the all-black Terp script uniforms, too. So Friday they, night. That's usually what they do. They, yeah. yeah. If they get embarrassed in the all-blacks. Those again, uniforms are cursed. Bro. They gotta those they gotta turn that cursed. around, bro. Cause all, bro, all <laughs> I think black we lost is every so game clean. in those uniforms, bro. <laughs> that that might be why they scheduled it versus Virginia this year. It's a safer bet. <laughs> only only time that we we won in those all black uniforms is when we played Michigan State Friday night a couple of years that was, back. That was before that was, me too, cause yeah, so we, lo- we lost in the all black against Michigan State. Maybe, maybe hang them, th- maybe hang them things up. But we'll see. <laughs> That's messed up, bro. Because all black looks so clean. Can't so be out sweet. There. You can't be out there folding in a sweet uniform, bro. Like that defeats the purpose. Not a good look. But Terps gonna come out with the dub. We are gonna sing the fight song. We are gonna go three and zero going into Big Ten play. We are gonna head up to Michigan State, and we are gonna whoop them boys, man. We ain't even worried about Michigan State. Worried about Michigan State right now. You yeah, know, they, they your, got your some problems. Yeah, they got some problems Mel- going on right now. Mel Melly fighting fed cases, so you're not really in the mix right now. So. <laughs> We're going to go up there. We're going to come out. You you think you see 4-0 for the Turps? I see 4-0 for the Terps. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm liking that. I'm, I might place that bet. <laughs> hey, it, it, might, it might be that time. I've been winning the last couple weeks. 4-0 for the Terps. I'm liking it. That's a good <laughs> – were we 4-0 last year or nah? Did we win our fourth game last year? To be honest, I don't even remember. I can't even remember. We might have, though. Who do we, we might have. Yeah, I think we were. Because we came out hot last year, I believe. So if my memory serves me right, Terps record. Let's see what it was last year. 2020 what? 2022? Uh, of course, they don't show me the record. We played. Oh, this is last year. Man, it don't even matter. Just know we're going to be 4-0 this year. That's all I got to say. <laughs> nah, without a doubt. <laughs> what are we cooking up next? What's the word on campus? What's the word around town? What is the word on campus? We kind of already got into it with the, the superstition of the black uniforms and the Friday night games. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Like, like just going back on it again, bro, I cannot believe the boys be out there scrubbing in them, in them nice uniforms. Like, bro, imagine, imagine if Oregon came and was 1-11 in all those uniforms they wore. Nobody would care, right? Like, yeah, I feel like it just, it just downplays the significance of a nicely thought out uniform when you go out there and lose. Like it's just shiny like, bang, black helmet. Man. They look cool, but they suck. Oh, exactly. Dang. Friday night, the light shining down on you with the black helmet, the black jersey, black cleats. You out there looking like a yum yum. That can't be the case this year. We need that dub, man. We need that dub against UVA. No, we <laughs> it's got, a short we week. Gotta, we gotta flip the script on them, bro. Yeah, bro. They short, gotta and- get it. People always like people always speaking of short weeks, but people always complain. Like even in professional football, NFL, 
up in Canada, XFL, whatever. Oh, man, we got a short week. Bro, unless you, like, are legitimately injured, a short week is nice. Yeah. You got one, maybe two practices for real. One of those, you're not even going to have shoulder pads on. Maybe both of them. Yeah. You chilling. You you ride back to playing. And if it's a home game, no travel. So Thursday night, you just vibing Sweet. at the crib at the hotel. In the hotel. Eating bowling. good. I, love, I miss that, bro. The hotel with the food, the ice cream off the late bro, night. The Bro. Hotel bed, the snacks. Take bro, me back, they man. They don't know. They don't know about late night snacks. I bro. miss it, bro. I miss it. I miss it. The camaraderie too is just lovely, man. Especially on a Thursday night, you watching some thir- some Mac football, or whoever's playing on Thursday, or Amazon playing NFL football, and then you suit up Friday night, and then you get your sack if you win. I was just you get your Saturday that. off. I was you get just the gonna say that bro. the streets. No practice Saturday. Just check in. And then you bro, hit the streets. Saturday, you stretch your legs. Saturday is vibes, bro. Every everybody hitting the brunch. They pulling up to uh, yes. Bro, is Milk and Honey in College Park still there? Yes. Oh, yes. bro, Milk and Honey. Perennial powerhouses, bro. Hey, hey, look. If you don't know, Milk and Honey in College Park. Now, hey, you, you better get up at like eight a.m. and get on that wait list now. Yeah, you're gonna be on the wait list for about three hours. It's gonna be deep. But boy, you, hey, man, if you lucky enough to sit down in Milk and Honey. You win a game, you probably get on that VIP list. You're like, hey, uh, this uh, uh, this Hemby, um, I just uh, ran for 215 yards. I, I need a preferred seat at 990 <laughs> for me. I, I got I'll, you. I'll, I got I'll, you. Make a, I'll make an Instagram post for you. NIL what? money. Yeah, free meal. Spank it. <laughs> bro, bro, hit the brunch, and then you already know how it goes with, what, Turf, Bentleys. What's the other one? I forget. I forget the name. Cornerstone. Been, All yeah, of them Cornerstone. Places. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, but. Nah, bro. Ain't, ain't nothing better dub, than having man. a Saturday off. Ain't nothing better at all. It's they got to get the vibes. dub first to have that Saturday off. Otherwise, it ain't going to be too pretty. You don't even want to go out after you lose at home Friday night. I'm a, I stay in the crib, but that won't be the issue. Terp's going to come out on top. Over-under is 51. I think we're going to go under, personally. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just tough to see based on the trend The trend of how they play so far, bro. I don't, I don't know if if they're ready to hit that yet. Now, if they do hit it, then, you know, maybe that's the the, the transition mm-hmm. from. They're going to go over, I think. Eh. If they put Anthony, the quarterback from, from UVA in, it's going to be a light show. They're going to be slinging that thing, but we'll see. I think, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think so, personally. No, nah, I definitely think it's going to be a good game regardless. And, you know, Friday Night Lights, bro, takes you back to the high school days. You got you to gotta come out there and dominate but, uh, yeah. hey, man, we appreciate y'all tuning in. But, you know, enjoy our time on the show with you guys. Love, you know, talking everything Dirty Terps, you know, here now. And uh, look forward to seeing you next week. But until then. Deuce, deuce. Deuces. Catch y'all under the shell next week, man. <laughs> <laughs>